So I don't know that I would use the terminology spend more time with the family because you did that. And now to get the rest of what Big Ben said, podcast it by searching the Ben Maller Show. And as always, you can hear the Ben Maller Show weekdays from 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific right here on Fox Sports Radio. It's time to win. Did you miss this on Straight Out of Vegas with the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell? I'm going best bat under Tampa Bay. Under win total, the number of wins. You can get 11 and a half, and you have to go under 120. So a little extra big, but if they win 11 games or less, we win. 12 games or more, the bookie wins. I'll tell you this. I would much rather fade them with number of wins in the regular. This is regular season wins now. So we got the opposite. We're going under, under 11 and a half. So to me, who knows? Brady gets things rolling. They start slow. They get a wild card berth. You put him in the playoffs, I don't know what's going to happen, right? Because he's going to try at that point. But you can't tell me they're not going to miss and lose a few games that maybe they wouldn't have lost if Brady was typically dedicated. It's straight out of Vegas. It's kind of easy to win. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. What's the difference between a pro and a joke? Maybe it's the pro vocal range. It's raining dogs. Or maybe it's the work ethic. Hard hat lunch pail guy. Whatever it is, we have your mornings covered. Hell yeah. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox. Could you imagine the contrast of personalities? It's two pros and a cup of Joe. Listen right here, 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. F.S. One. One. To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. It's like riding a bike and bleed at Tech Blue Radio. BC Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. I want to thank our title sponsor, Louisiana National Bank. For over 100 years, Louisiana National Bank has been your community bank. Go see my friends at Louisiana National Bank for an uncommon experience or check them out online at ln.bank. I want to thank some of our other sponsors, Brister Smokehouse, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Bienville Motors, and Walpole Tire. Of course, you can get us on the hotline or text line, 888 Beck Haynes, we're back. It's been a while. BC, unlike, unlike Texas, we are, we are so bad. We're so bad. We're so bad. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. We are so bad. Got a lot to get into tonight. Uh, of course, Louisiana Tech just nine days away from its season opener at Missouri, that's on next Thursday night, a little 7 p.m. kickoff in Columbia on ESPNU. Sonny Cumbiera getting underway. 
taking a tough uh, 20 point, 20.5 point underdog as of today. Yes. Uh, I'll be the honest disrespect, with you. BC. We'll the disrespect, BC. We'll discuss it a little more later, but uh, believe it's really similar line to that season opener a season ago at Mississippi State. I uh, hope it doesn't play out in the same manner, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, speaking of head coach Sonny Cumbie, he'll join us at 6.15. Coming up at 6.30, we've got the uh, former Louisiana Tech defensive coordinator, current Missouri defensive coordinator, Blake Baker. That may, He name can't get away from us. He can't. He can't. Uh, then at 6.45, we'll call the top dog, Eric Wood, Louisiana Tech athletics director. So, uh, let's get into a few things. Uh, yesterday, as officially announced, Matthew Downing, TCU transfer, will start at quarterback for the Bulldogs next Thursday night. Uh, you look at Downing's career, uh, started his career at Georgia. He's an Alpharetta, Georgia native, uh, spent three years in Fort Worth at TCU, spent two of those years under Sonny Cumbie, and then now he obviously resides in Ruston and will be the head man or the head quarterback for the Bulldogs next week. I mean, 28 of 44 in his career, uh, so doesn't have a whole lot of game experience. Beat out Parker McNeil uh, for the starting job. McNeil, a transfer from Texas Tech. I believe he's thrown one pass in the collegiate rakes. We, we talked a little bit about this back in February. Uh, just not a whole lot of experience for the Bulldogs at that quarterback position. But, hey, that's why they call Cumbie a QB guru, right? Yeah, I mean, Downing's definitely had his time to sit back and uh, learn the system. You know, being under Cumbie for a he's couple years. He's been in it a little he's bit. He's been in it a little bit. So Got yeah. a little mobility to his game, I'll be honest. He yeah. can run a little bit. He can run a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, that, with with him and Parker McNeil and then obviously Liddy, not a lot of time, like you said. Can be concerning. This is supposed to be it can scare uh, a little paper. more of an air raid offense, which you'd like some guy to have at least been in the air a little bit before you go raiding across the field to start for the Bulldogs. But got to start somewhere, B.C., I'm looking for you. You've been to a few practices, few more than me. So uh, honestly, yes. I mean, the people you know, you know what I said. The Listen, people want to know about quarterback. Well, I, they do, they do. But the big thing for you, and I, I know you, the the team chemistry, that the attitude of this team, all oh. that, all that stuff. Uh, I guess when you get into you know inside the lines, you're playing 60 minutes on the road at an SEC opponent. I'm not sure how much it matters. You got to kind of stick together. But man, I, I've been really impressed with Comby and his staff and. Uh, just the the camaraderie, the the tempo at which they practice. These boys get after it. It's you know, fun to watch. This, this There's some been, life out there. Well, glad Locker room's glad been put to back hear together. You say it. Glad to hear Locker room's been it. put back together. Yeah, you might want to turn that mic down a little bit, Tapes. So. Uh, well, I'm just I've been checked out, admittingly, a little bit this summer. Been a busy right. summer. Ben, we ended the year last year just just downest in the dumps I've ever been. It was pretty time. dreadful. Pretty bad. So, but before before everybody looks down on me for my average fandom or below average fandom, Ben, we heard the comments leaving the stadium last year. They said they might not come back. <laughs> we, we needed a change. We got a change. I mean, just based on attendance numbers and general conversation of what we saw at the end of last year, we needed something to pique our interest. There's a little buzz. I mean, since like the middle of October, the only thing that kept a lot of people going was like the potential the skipper was getting canned. And Ben, it happened. You got a whole spring and summer with Cumby now. Dude, there's a reason you had a smile on your face I just, tonight, man. I, I'm, I'm like looking at you like, got the what itch. am I excited about? You which, got the itch. Yeah, like I, I've been checked out, but I'm like, I'm like 
fresh, refreshed, and ready to be surprised. The unknown has you uh, yeah. enamored. I mean, we coming off three wins last season. Not great. <laughs> I think we picked them to win nine or ten, right? Of, of, course, of course. We do of every course, year. Every year. We'll make our season coming predictions off later. Book it. We're picking ten. Three wins. I like. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking myself, what do I need to be encouraged this year? And, yeah, this, this QB situation, Downey may come out and be a stud. And we'll find out. We'll find out. But I just – I do love at the, the bare minimum. The I, I yes, love it. Yes, it's like a little – at the bare minimum, I need to see a little energy, a little culture change. Well, that, and what? everything we've heard, if you're going to be excited about anything, Tech fans, everything that we've heard thus far is that Cumbie has changed the, the locker room environment. Yes, a lot more enthusiasm, a lot more uh, – there's just excitement within the program. And you traded unknowns for that. There's a lot of coaches. Yeah, that's part of it. This is what happens. first D1 yeah. accent, you know, job. A lot of assistants getting their first taste Combi's got FBS seven football. jobs on the sideline. I mean – Yeah. All right, let, let's do this. Let's go back to February. We went off the air in middle of February following the late signing period. You probably missed the last show if I know anything about you. But everything that's went down in tech athletics since that point, are you ready? Yes. Uh, we'll start men and women's basketball. Uh, they both uh, play for Conference USA Championships. Unfortunately, uh, they come up on the short end. Eric Conkle heads to Tulsa. Talvin Hester hired as the new men's basketball coach. Uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. heads off to the NBA, goes undrafted, signs with the Grizzlies. Uh, I think we're all pretty aware at this point. Enjoyed a, a pretty nice summer league. Uh, men's basketball recently, uh, within the last two weeks, uh, took a foreign trip to Puerto Rico where they went 3-0. and So uh, we'll get into more Dunkin' Dogs basketball as we get into late October. Get November, those expectations up a little November, bit. November, yep. Uh, baseball makes their second straight regional. Right. Lane Burroughs is a dog. They and staying, and staying. They win the Conference USA Championship. Uh, Lane Burroughs is staying. Hey, how about this? Four players first time in program history drafted in the top ten rounds of the Major League Baseball draft. Hey, that's the Lane train for you right there. Uh, looking at softball, Josh Taylor won 39 games. Quite the quite the, the flip from the, the old 180. The old 180. Won the Conference USA regular season championship. Sierra Sacco is a uh, finalist for one of the National Freshmen of the Year. Uh, we mentioned Sonny Cumbie finalizes... 2022 recruiting class brought in 18 transfers this offseason, which uh, in this world of collegiate athletics, I, you can make the argument that 18 might be on the low end. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Uh, I was looking at the Missouri roster today, and uh, they've probably added 18 or so themselves. Wasn't the portal numbers up to like 1,000? Uh, probably two. two yeah. yeah, that's a lot of players to pick from. Uh, quite, a, quite a bit. Um, Sonny Cumbie held his first spring practice. Held his first spring game. Thought it was a nice turnout for the spring game, uh, which you know how spring games have been over the last three, four years. Haven't been the greatest of turnouts. I don't think anybody would argue with that. Right. Um, they've gone through some uh, summer workouts. You see some of those uh, workout pictures that some of the gridiron dogs. Yeah, Schultz, kind of got which little... I saw. He was congratulations to him. He's on some kind of rec national. Yeah, he's a real deal as a yeah. strength coach. Got some dudes. Shredded. If you want to get me fired up. You got to prove. You got, I need some visual evidence. I need some toughness. And I don't know if these were these were altered by some f photo <laughs> altering. We'll what's, edit. What's the, what am I? What's we'll, Photoshop? Yeah, yeah. They might have been. I don't care, honestly. I mean, and you made the comment over this year after going to a few practices. We're gonna look good getting off the bus. Oh, we gonna look good getting off the bus. Some right of those dudes, 
Made some transformations. Yeah. Looking like some dogs. Looking like they're ready to play. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, BC quit his job back in February. Yeah, forgot about that. Uh, Jack Abraham transferred again. <laughs> did you hear that? Yes, I did. Uh, he'll actually, uh, well, rumor has it he'll be on the opposing sideline at Missouri uh, next Thursday night. Uh, you talked to the Riding Missouri. the pine pony. Yeah, not the, not the starter. Brady Cook's been named the starter. Uh, you talked to the uh, folks in the Missouri media. Uh, it's a little cloudy over there. They said Jack got a vet day on the last scrimmage. I don't know. Uh, he is a vet. I don't think anybody right. would disagree with that. It's year seven. Uh, but if you're trying to football. work your way onto the roster, a good a good thing would be just to not even play. Yeah. Just not give yourself a shot. So uh, he just can't hang it up. Yeah, but he can't decide where he's going to transfer next. Uh, Southern Miss left for the Sun Belt. Did anyone notice? <laughs> don't think so. Uh, USC and UCLA are headed to the Big Ten. That was a uh, monumental move. Man, I needed this recap, Ben. Uh, Louisiana Tech, yep, we're still in Conference USA. <laughs> there ain't no doubt there. And uh, NIL continues to rage on. Have your opinions changed of NIL a lot? Are you just not really I, I just think we're getting – I mean, we're, you're starting to – okay, kind of so, okay, so talk about this point. Uh, what's that dude's name? Miles Brennan. Miles Brennan. Miles yep. Brennan. I've read an article about all this money he got, and then he quits, and, and he, he gets can't to take it. his money. Yeah. So you need, I think every, I think there was a huge push for a lot of businesses to to, to jump on the get, be the first to get the guys. But Support I'm like, they're the gonna team, realize yeah. you're not getting the return. I mean, it's gonna be a select few. I mean, think about even the NFL. Like, there's a ton of guys that like never do any of this stuff. Yeah, that you don't ever hear. No, about. and they're in the NFL. Yeah. Like these are college kids that are gonna quit, or gonna get kicked out of school, or gonna whatever. Now your boy's the coldest. You now saw that, that was sweet. Up in Nebraska doing AC commercials. I mean, that was sweet. If he never plays a down, it's still worth your money. <laughs> Did you see how many views that got on Twitter? Just a, a bazillion, seven million. Oh, I mean, and they're like, we've already paid for ourselves. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Easily. So I, I, I've the hype of the initial like push for all this nil stuff was interesting, but I think it's going to calm. I really think it's going to calm down. I do, it's going to end up being schools that just get these collectives together and just media pay. wise. I think it's reached its point of yeah. exhaustion. Oh yeah. It's just like, it's hard to hear about it every day because so many people make so many blanket statements about it Yeah, without doing a whole lot of research. Got a couple of texts to get to. Uh, Brett says, man, time is such an oddity. It feels like yesterday that skip got the boot. While also feeling like 14 years ago, glad to hear y'all back on the air. That's how you know footballs are in the air. You dang right about that, Brett. I uh, said keep the expectations low, so that the possible disappointments don't feel bad. Uh, uh, we won three games last year, Brett. Let me tell They're you low. something. Expectations around here can get out a little out of whack though at times. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to you. Even even coming out of this studio. Yeah. Tabe's <laughs> maybe the only level-headed person in this whole joint. Uh, unnamed texture. BC and Beck have a high, lot of high hopes for this team. I believe a best-case record is 8-4. and four. Worst-case record for me is 5-7. and seven. Glad to hear y'all back on the air. Listen, we're going to uh, yeah. get it. Wait, I wouldn't say we have super high expectations. No, like, we ain't going through the roof. But we're going to no. get into some of our expectations. I'm later curious in the show. to see what if you're going to be honest with your expectations. Like, you know, I I'm, got receipts, BC. You know, I know I, what your expectations are. You know, are. I'm the optimistic, fall I optimistic, and I I'm a little it. concerned this year. Don't love the non-conference schedule. Anytime you put uh, the old Tommy McClellan special road trip to Clemson on there, BC ain't too happy about it. Like, why sign the deal? Come on, Tommy. Saw he was out in Hawaii. 
<laughs> getting ready for that week zero game between the Vanderbilt Commodores and the Hawaii Rainbows. By the way, did you know that if you lived in Hawaii, you could not watch Hawaii games on network TV? How do you watch them? You got to go to the pay per view. No, didn't even way. know that was still a thing. Still is. Or go to the game, I guess. Well, their stadium only holds ten thousand. Did right you watch now. the Manti Teo thing yet? I have not. Is it good? Oh, it's Ooh, good. Big Manti guy. I am now. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. When we come back, the head coach of the Bulldogs, Sonny Cumbie, scheduled to join us. You listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk ninety-seven point seven. At BMO Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our BMO Motors Facebook page. At BMO Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. BMO Motors in Arcadia. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This is Chris Brister, owner of Brister Smokehouse Barbecue in Ruston. The past year has been challenging, and I wanted to say thank you to all who have supported us. Without you, we couldn't serve the delicious scatter load, our great ribs, or our newest menu items, smoked wings, jalapeno cream corn, or our smoked cheddar mac and cheese. So from the Brister's family, thank you. Please come see us at 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Calling all Bulldog football fans. Season tickets for the 2022 La Tech football season are on sale now. The schedule features Sonny Cumbie's inaugural game versus SFA, plus games against UTEP, Rice, Middle Tennessee, and UAB. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit latechsports.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. That's 318-257-3631 or online at latechsports.com slash tickets. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. It's time to go to the hotline. Welcome in the head coach of the Bulldogs, Sonny Cumbie. Coach, is it still raining outside? It is. It is. You know, it stopped for a little while. I think the sun was shining on the dogs for a little while while we were practicing. Um, But the rain is back out. So um, one of the things that we don't have a lot of in West Texas besides rain is umbrellas. So I'm I'm trying to have to find uh, my own umbrella here. (laughs) No no doubt about it. So let's jump right into things. Obviously, uh, yesterday you guys make it official. Matthew Downing. Uh, name the starting quarterback for the season opener at Missouri next Thursday night. Uh, just talk about the battle that both Downing and McNeil uh, went through going back to the spring and into fall camp. Yeah, no, it was a great competition. I mean, they went back to the first practice of spring, and they rotated days with the ones and twos all the way up until last week. Um, and it was, a, it was a, um, a really healthy competition. I mean, both guys pushed each other. 
both guys are very supportive of each other. And, and the thing about both of them is they have a ton of reps in this offensive system. They practice a lot and, and, and they played in some games. And, and so, you know, it was, it was a, uh, you know, competition that was back and forth. Um, both of them prepare really well. Football means a great deal to both of them. And, and I think we can win football games with both of them. Um, it was just a matter of overall consistency with Matt, you know, in terms of decision making, taking care of the ball and, and, uh, you know, I think that our team believes in both of them. I'm really excited that, you know, Matt has his opportunities and he's going to make the most of it. And, and so at some point you have to make a decision and move forward, you know, with your quarterback so your team and your offense can start getting to rhythm and timing. And, and uh, we felt the time was right to do that and, and heading into this, you know, to prepare for Missouri. So um, we're excited for Matt. We're excited for our football team and, and just to see, you know, how we respond, you know, under the lights next Thursday in and, and, and Missouri. And now, now that you've had a t- time to go through the spring and and go through a summer of workouts, and and now get into fall camp and really start preparing for that season opener, how have you seen this this team mature and this team come together over the last six or eight months or so? Well, I think the, the thing that I've been most pleased with with our players and our team and our coaching staff and, and really our players is they've been open to allowing us to earn their trust. Um, they, they've been very receptive to our coaching, very receptive to our teaching, um, and, and the things that are important to us as a football program and the coaching staff, they've been very open to it. And as long as we've been able, for the most part, to paint clear expectations of what we want, um, they try as best they can to go out there and do it. And, um, and so from that standpoint, it's been enjoyable. Um, you know, I, I think that our players have came together well. Um, I think there's still some growing to do in that area. Um, and it's stuff that we're working on every day with them and, and, and just teaching them, you know, just the importance of, of you know, just a daily focus on, on trying to get better in practice and trying to, you know, the importance of meetings, the importance of showing up to a meeting ready to go and the importance of walking through, um, you know, with, with your mind on football and, and getting your mind ready to practice on a daily basis. It's something that we can't um, really let our foot off the gas on. Um, from that standpoint, and I, I always look at coaching as a lot like teaching. It's educating, and you're just trying to educate your players on how to prepare, on how to practice, and, and what we want from a um, from a football program standpoint um, every single day when we come into this facility. And so they've been very open to it. Um, they've been responsive in a positive way. It's just uh, you know you got to have those reminders pretty de- pretty much on a daily basis. So. Coach, one of the things that Tech fans are really looking forward to this year is just like a, a culture change uh, within the team. How does that happen coming in? I mean, from a player perspective and to a coach perspective, is it tough to switch these guys over to a whole new regimen and, and for you to, to instill what you want to do as a first-year head coach? Uh, can you talk about that a little bit and what that transition, transition's been like? You know, I think that, again, the, the players have been very open um, to the things that we have uh, try to teach them, you know, whether it be football or whether it be our cornerstones of what we want to be about or, um, or our football identity, um, those things, they, they've been very open to it. And I think that the biggest thing for us as coaches is to, is to try to teach them, you know, why this is important to us um, and, and why we feel like this will help us win. Um, also to allow the players and our leadership core to have a, a voice in it and to have a say in, in the things that we want to stand for and to help them to define it. And so I think our players have been really open. I think it is very important that – um, you know, that they know that the things that are important to us as a coaching staff and, and they clearly define those expectations and, and whether it be, um, you know, on a day-to-day, you know, how, how we handle ourselves in, in meetings, how we handle ourselves in class, how we handle ourselves in the city of Ruston, um, you know, just to, to educate them. And they've been open to it. And 
and it's just a daily it's a daily daily uh, task for us and, and uh, in terms of you know, just the uh, environment that we want to create here um, and, and we want our fans to be really excited about how we play football and I think uh, we want to play a fast tough tenacious together brand of football and and to do that you know you got to know what to do and we've got to be really good teachers and um, we've got to identify what our players are good at and try to put them in position to replicate that as many times as we can. And I know I listened to a couple of podcasts that you did throughout the summer, and you guys were down to somewhere around 30 scholarship players on the defensive side of the ball, and obviously you've added a number of pieces throughout the transfer portal. What were some of the goals on that side of the ball? I know a lot of younger guys uh, were brought in. Was there the thought of bringing in guys that could kind of develop within the program while maybe also contributing uh, to a two-deep right away? Yeah, no, that that was definitely the thought. Is is we had to have guys that could contribute day one. They could make our football program and football team better defensively, um, and then also could help us on special teams. So we needed a mixture of guys. Hey, we need them to come in here and play next year, and then also a mixture of some guys that hey, if, if they come in and they can't, you know, they can't crack the starting lineup um, or the two deep this year, they're going to be a guy that can develop and be ready to go. You know you know, say week seven, eight, or nine, and week 10. And, and so that was definitely um, a priority for us. We had, I think it was around 28 scholarship guys at one point on defense. And, you know, you want to have 41 um, on your roster. And so, um, you know, we've, we've gotten to that point. And, you know, in the secondary, we shored up some spots. And some of the guys we've brought in, um, you know, the fans will, will be able to recognize their names pretty quickly um, and know who they are and, and, uh, you know, some of the guys, they may not have their opportunity to get out of the field until later this year, or hopefully they'll stick, you know, stick with us long enough and allow us to develop them and, and, and be really good players for the future as well. As you look ahead to the season opener, uh, just nine days away, uh, obviously there, there's, from an opponent's perspective, there's a lot of unknowns about your football team. And, of course, Missouri breaking in a new defensive coordinator and Blake Baker. Uh, I'm sure there's some unknowns on that side as well. How do you use that to your advantage uh, in some of these early season non-conference games uh, to maybe you give your guys a step ahead uh, when an opponent might not know a lot about who you are or how you might use this personnel. Yeah, I, I think that's 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 critical. I mean, for us as coaches to identify what are our advantages going into this game on on defense, on offense, on special teams, and how do we maximize those? Um, and so, some of it is from a scheme standpoint. There is a little bit of the unknown. They can watch um, TCU and Texas Tech whenever uh, whenever we were there, but um, you know, in the back of their mind, they're probably asking, "Well, now that." Um, you know, you're able to call the game, you know, exactly how you want it. Is this exactly what you're going to see? And, and how much has this offense grown and developed since we got here at Louisiana Tech and tailored it to the talent that we have on this roster? And so there are a lot of unknowns for them. Um, and so we want to keep it that way. And, and, you know, ultimately we want to be an offense that goes out and, you know, attacks, you know, from the get go. And, and attacking is, is also about pace. It's about, um, you know, attacking the field horizontally and vertically and, and making them to defend us all over the place. And so, you know, that's what we want to do. And, you know, I think there's a little bit of an unknown for us. You know, you watch, you know, you watch Miami because that's when Blake Baker was calling defenses last, you know, from 2020. And then you watch Missouri from last year to find personnel. So you watch schemes from, you know, one team and then you watch the personnel that you're going to be facing it in. So you try to piece those and mesh those together and, um, you know they're they're a very good defense. And defensive line and is, is big and athletic, just like you would um, think they would be. And, and uh, so, but it, we're, we're excited about it, and we're glad we have nine days because we're going to need all nine of them before we can get ready and play that thing. 
Well, we got we got Coach Baker coming on the next segment. We'll we'll try to pick his yeah, brain. We'll ask some questions. We'll try to figure out, out yeah. what he's going to do. But la- last question, we'll let you get out of here. H- have you thought about what your message is going to be to the team before they run out on the field next Thursday night at Missouri? You know, I, I thought a little bit about it. I have, and and the, the thing that that you know, whether it's at Missouri or home against Stephen F. Austin, or um, you know, or any any of the games that we play, you know, I, I want our group at the end of the day, um, to play really fast. Um, I want us to play tough. I want us to play tenacious and together. And those are the things that I want us to do every week. And then I think at the end of the day, you just want to remind everybody why we do this. Um, because football is a lot of fun. And you want to have a lot of fun playing together as a team. And and ultimately, you know, the best way that you can have fun, we all know, is, is, is to win games. So <laughs> that'll be that'll – be, uh, um, you know, in, in the in our minds, but I think for our guys just to to have a confidence and a belief in themselves, and you know, just go out and have fun and and, and play together. I think that's the biggest thing that um, I would probably point towards right now. Um, those things, um, you know, for us, our identity in terms of what we want from to be to be known for in, uh, in the football program aren't going to change, and so um, you know, that's just something that we'll try to talk about over and over again, and we want to really. Um, you know, live out whenever we get out there on film. Great stuff, Coach. Looking forward to the season opener next Thursday night. We appreciate you joining us. I appreciate you guys having us on and appreciate all the coverage and look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thanks, Coach. Head Coach. Okay, talk to you all later. Head Coach Sonny Cumbie joins us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. And, Beck, you know, sometimes you hear coaches say so often, you know, we want to play tenacious, we want to play with toughness, like, like that's the thing you see from this team, though. Like throughout practice, like that's You've been who able they to are. Tell that yeah, like frame. that's who they are. Like, and, and I'm not saying they're a ten or eleven win team from a talent perspective, but like they practice, they they give the effort of a ten or eleven win team. Like I, I don't think Sonny Cumbie's gonna, and I'm not banging on maybe some of the past regimes, but like he's not gonna have to come into a post game press conference and say I'm proud of our effort. Like you're gonna see the effort. Yeah. Well, there's like, you know, it's going to be there, especially in the spring and summer. You get a lot of the excitement and just the, just the uh, the zeal for the season, and yeah. you got but you got to translate that into into like you said tenacity and, and and hard work. And I think we both feel like there was games last year that could have been won had Which we had a little, little more of that. Toughness. Yeah, we yeah. were we were three or four plays away from three or four more wins. You yeah, know what I'm saying. And, and listen, you don't you can develop a, some toughness on a Saturday afternoon or a Saturday night, but toughness is developed in the off season. Like, the togetherness is developed in the offseason. That's why you and I do so much work in the offseason. Exactly. You nailed it. You nailed it. Let's go ahead, Darren. Next time out, we come back. Missouri defensive coordinator Blake Baker will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you are more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is B.J. Williamson with the Bulldogs. 
Whether you're opening your first checking account or need a loan to start a new business, Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dream, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting La Tech football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs, they want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haines, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Let's go right back to the hotline. Former Louisiana Tech defensive coordinator, current Missouri defensive coordinator, Blake Baker, joins us. Coach, how we doing? I'm doing great. How are y'all? Oh, we're just happy to catch up with you nine days. You just before. can't. You can't leave us alone, can you? You just all over. No, man. It's it's the gift that keeps on giving, man. I, I love uh, I love uh, Louisiana Tech, so it's always a blessing to talk to you guys. No doubt about it. So let's let's start. Obviously, since you left Ruston, uh, was that four years ago now? Three years ago now, you went to Miami LSU. Uh, now you're now you're in your first season in Columbia as a defensive coordinator at Missouri. Uh, what have you learned the most being a defensive coordinator at your different stops uh, now that you're in Columbia? Um, I, I think the biggest, you know, thing has is, is just been, um, well, it's kind of twofold being exposed to to a couple couple different uh, systems, but also, you know, having the ability last year um, only coaching the linebackers at LSU, kind of just taking a step and step back and, and, and looking at it from more of a bird's eye view and, um, you know, kind of kind of just uh, reflecting on things that um, I could get better at, uh, things I could, uh, you know, would, would like to do again if I got the opportunity to become a coordinator. So uh, more than anything, just kind of being able to sit back last year as the linebackers coach and look at it from a different point of view I think is really, really helpful. And you take over this Missouri defense here in 2022 and, you know, they have some struggles a season ago, but I don't think there's any doubt uh, that there's a lot of talent when you look at, uh, you know, Jeff Coat, McGuire, two guys really good off the edge, a number of good pieces in the secondary as well. From your perspective, how much do you go back and watch that 2021 film versus you just engrave these guys into a new system and allow them to learn what you like to do and kind of play to the best of their abilities? Yeah, I usually, anytime I, I go to a new spot, I kind of and did the same thing back in 2014 when I was at Tech. You know, we um, have the graduate assistants kind of put together a point of attack tape and, 
I'll probably watch about 10, 10 uh, good plays and 10 bad plays, and that's more, uh, more or less to see their uh, athleticism, ability to make a play on the ball, um, more so than, than judging them as a football player because obviously coming into a new place, you don't know what they're being taught, how they're being taught it. So I don't like to um, kind of have a preconceived opinion uh, of, a, of a young man before having the opportunity to, to coach him. You know, I believe that some guys, uh, you know, all they need is a fresh start. And if you come in and, um, you know, treat, treat him as, as maybe the type of player that he was last year, he'll never flourish and be the type of player that he could possibly be. So that's kind of been my philosophy at these different stops. You've been in the ACC. You've been in the SEC here in recent years. Um, has it ever been tougher from a defensive perspective to slow down uh, collegiate offenses? No, I think I think everybody knows that the – the rules are slanted uh, for the offensive game, and uh, you know, as a defensive coach, you just got to embrace it. And, and there's no point in at this point in, in, in college football sitting around and crying about it, and um, you know, trying to get the rules changed because they are what they are. So I think now is is probably um, tougher than ever, and, and especially with the type of athletes you have to cover in space and, and how good they are with the ball and they are uh, their arm I think by far this is the toughest it's ever been and you guys have added a, a number of transfers on the defensive side of the ball really at all three levels of your defense this offseason uh, and this really is the era of the transfer portal what, what's it been like for you uh, kind of engraving them not only into your scheme defensively but into that Missouri culture uh, that Eli Drinkwitz has established in his first two plus years at Missouri yeah, I think Coach Drinks done a phenomenal job, you know, with the culture. I think, um, you know, I, you know, not being here the, the first couple of years, I can't speak on the years past, but I know um, how how good it was when I first got here, you know, at the end of January and how much it's even improved since then. And I think the new guys have adapted well. Uh, and it's the new age of college football. I think we have, I mean, it's something like 49 new players, which is, I mean, more than half your roster. And, um you know, the, the, the older guys that have been around here and, um, understand what Coach Drink wants. They've done a phenomenal job kind of passing that along to, to new guys and, and young guys, freshmen coming in. So, um, I think it's the new age of college football. I think, uh, every, you know, Skip used to say it all the time, man. Every team's got the life expectancy of one year. And I think more so than ever, that holds true. The, the challenge of playing a team like Louisiana Tech, Sonny Cumbie in his first year, we just had him on in the previous segment. You don't know how he's going to use his personnel knowing that he hasn't been at Louisiana Tech, and I, I guess it goes twofold. He doesn't know what you're going to do with Missouri's personnel in your first year. How does that go into a game plan? You know, How do you evaluate some of those different uh, intricacies as you enter a week one game uh, like we're going to see next Thursday night? Yeah, I think that's always always a challenge. Anytime you have um, a new coach, uh, you know you got to kind of balance your time and, and, and try to maybe look at uh, Louisiana Tech from last year for a personnel uh, review, and then uh, you know some maybe some Texas Tech film more from a schematic review. So uh, it, it's always a challenge. I think it's going to be it's going to come down to. Um, you know who who executes the the best, and then who makes the best adjustments once we, once we uh, kind of see what each other's uh, hand looks like. Are you looking forward to seeing uh, some of the few players that are still remaining on Tech's roster since your last year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I can't. You know when I, I peeked at the roster the other day, and and 
it's probably safe to say I don't know the percentage, maybe 30, 40% of the team I still know. So I uh, still have a great relationship with, with a lot of those a lot of those guys, a lot of those guys obviously had the opportunity to coach as youngsters and then um, some other guys that uh, were part of the last signing class when you look at, uh, you know, Deshaun Hall, Michael Clark, uh, Keevy Rose, th- those things stick out in my head, uh, just off the top of my head right now. So um, it'll be good to see those guys catch up with them uh, pregame. And um, like I said, I-, I-, I cherish those memories forever. Th- those relationships, is that is that the most rewarding part of co- coaching college football? Oh, without a doubt. That's always the hardest part to, to say goodbye. It's never, it's to me, it's always, you know, <laughs> the the meeting or the phone call or, or whatever the case may be to, to tell your guys that you're, you're moving on um, because that's what it's all about, man. At the end of the day, I always say we're just renting these offices. Uh, it could be the next day we're up and out of here. So um, the one thing you can, you can, hold uh you know hold your hat on is the relationships you build and um the relationships you have with the players and, and with the staff so uh yeah that's that's undoubtedly the most uh important thing in my opinion from a fan perspective you know we, we pay attention to all these coaching moves and it's exciting and and especially in the times when it's a step up for a coach or, or a, a good promotion uh obviously that's exciting for you guys as coaches but how much of it is like a you know like a like a big <laughs> weight on your shoulders of oh i gotta i gotta learn this whole new team this whole new system i gotta move my family can you give us a look at behind the scenes of what's that like for you on a personal level when when the news comes for something like that because we just look at it as as big exciting news we don't think about all the back office stuff that happens can you talk a little bit about that yeah yeah i think it's 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 always tough i mean like you said even when i mean believe it or not even when i went from louisiana tech to, to miami um, I remember calling Skip and, uh, you know, kind of running it by him. And he was like, no, you're going, <laughs> you know. But, uh, you know, you always have, when you build such strong relationships and you really enjoy your time at, at certain places, um, it's always hard to say goodbye. Even, like you said, I know from the outside looking in, it always looks like it's, it's um, a step up. And, and, you know, a lot of times financially it is, or from a conference standpoint, it is, and, and it's what's best for your career. But it's it's never easy, in my opinion. And then, especially for the families, um, you know, having having three three little kids now, and, and two of them were actually born uh, uh, there in, in Monroe, as a matter of fact. But um, you know, to they they've been great about it. But it's a, it, it, you know, every kid is different. Where uh, some kids don't adjust um, as quickly as others, and, and my kids are probably young enough where um, you know they probably don't know any different right now. But um, yeah, it's never it's never easy, and then um, you know just the, like you said, learning a new team, getting building a relationship with the new players, building a relationship with the new coaching staff. Um, to me, it's never been never been easy in any move I've made. So uh, I think, like you said, it's always easy when you're uh, on the outside yeah. looking in and uh, you're looking at the the coach's hot seat and and all that stuff. But from a coach, man, that's that's the one thing, and you understand it comes with the territory. But it's the one thing I, I, I don't, I don't necessarily love about the profession. Coach, tremendous stuff. I know it's a busy time for us, but you've always been so good to us. We appreciate you taking some time to join us, and looking forward to a fun one next Thursday night. Absolutely, I appreciate y'all taking the time and giving me a shout, man. We will talk soon. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it.
You got it. Bye-bye. Blake, Blake Baker, defensive coordinator of the Missouri Tigers. I miss the guy. I, I love him. He's a, he's a good interview. He, he really is. It, you know, he, when he came to Louisiana Tech, you know, he came in 2014 when Manny Diaz was hired. Manny Diaz looking for a little bit of a rebound, had, would, had been fired from Texas. You remember that 2014 defense for Tech? It was lethal. I mean, bad. they were bad. Like, they would turn you over. They would knock your teeth out. And, and then he kind of transitioned to the defensive coordinator. And he kind of learned and grew in that role uh, from 2015 to 2018 before he took off to Miami, uh, was instrumental in bringing, you know, Amik Robertson here, uh, was instrumental in getting Jalen Ferguson here, who, uh, of course, passed away about a month ago, which was uh, definitely sad in itself, but did so many great things during his time in Ruston. And like I just said, like, there ain't many SEC defensive coordinators uh, that'll go on a, you know, Ruston, Louisiana radio station but if it's bleed tech blue radio well what i appreciate about him i always felt like we kind of got to watch him grow up in that job that that was he would like he'd make adjustments middle of the season you'd see it yeah Yeah. he'd like that didn't work three times well he ain't doing that again and how often do you see coaches just like no we're gonna execute better yeah it's like no he would change the scheme well i think the thing he said too though about the running it by skip about moving on to miami and skip saying no you're taking it like those phone calls i get it like as an assistant like you want to move up in the world, but like it can't be easy. No, either. no, and you, like it's, it's tough. And like it's, a lot of times, the guy that gave you a chance in the first place, exactly. you feel loyal to him. You know, if you're successful from a Skip's point of view, you're kind of like, I hate to lose and, him. And how many, but another measure of success is are people calling for your coaches? And how many kids' living rooms did you sit in? No doubt. And, Long road trips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In hotels. Like you just eating, know yep. those guys. Like. Yeah. They're like your family. It's what it is. But I want to thank Blake Baker, Missouri defensive coordinator, for joining us. Of course, Bulldogs and Missouri, 7 p.m. next Thursday night. Game will be on ESPNU. Let's go ahead take our next time out. We come back. The top dog, Eric Wood, Louisiana Tech Athletics Director, will join us. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment. It was a moment that changed my life. We looked down from the chopper and saw the whole area was flooded. At that moment, it really hit me. This is why I joined the guard. People had gone up to the rooftops to escape the rising waters. Talk about intense moments. We had to lower the guides on line some 30 feet down. This is where teamwork and training really paid off. 
took steady nerves and steady hands for the chopper pilots to hover like that. No question, guard pilots are the best in the world. I couldn't believe it. I just saved a life. What could be better than serving the people of my hometown? In the National Guard, you serve your community as well as your country while you work or attend college. In return, you gain skills in which you can build a career and receive benefits that can help you pay for college. Learn more about what it means to be a citizen soldier at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard, aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We've had Sonny Cumbie. We've had Blake Baker. Now we call the top dog, Louisiana Tech Athletics Director Eric Wood. Eric, how are we doing tonight? Nine days, fellas. Nine days. I'm ready. Thanks for having me on. This is kind of your slow time of year, isn't it? <laughs> I wish I could say calm before the storm. But <laughs> well, hey, let, let's start right there. How, how excited are you to get out of the summer? We're, we're, you know, summer's a uh, – it's busy in its own way, I, I guess you could say. But now you get into the fall season of sports. Uh, I know soccer started their season. Football is just nine days away. Uh, Volleyball is right around the corner as well. How, how pumped are you for these fall sports to get going? Uh, man, you know, about, I would say about three weeks ago, I started, uh, you know, you're sleeping well all summer because there's no competition, right? But you're busy getting ready and, you know, looking back at last year, see what you could have done better. But about three weeks ago, I started waking up at three in the morning, just with that little, that feeling inside my stomach of, you know, it's about that time, you know, I'll go back to sleep, but that's how I know I'm getting close to the season. Uh, so, but we're, we're excited. Uh, you know, soccer's jumped off, as you mentioned, one and one so far. And, Volleyball is looking really good. Uh, this incoming class uh, joined with what we had returning. Uh, I'm excited for Amber McCray to, to, to get this group out there. And then, as you mentioned, I, I can't believe it, but nine days away uh, to, to beginning the, the Cumbie era. Yeah, and earlier in the show we, we talked about, you know, you go back to the spring and both the men's and women's basketball programs make it to the Conference USA Championship. Softball wins the regular season title. Baseball uh, wins the Conference USA Tournament. They make their second straight regional. It feels like a lot of momentum for the program. And, and how important is it just to kind of continue building on that in, in year one of the Sunny Cumbiera? Yeah, you know, as we've said before, momentum is a key word, man. And, you know, and don't leave out bowling. Bowling making it to the Elite Ooh. Eight. Hey, we, get, out... we give bowling a pretty good amount of shout-outs on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave out women's tennis who had the most home wins at uh, at home here recently as well. But I appreciate you guys shedding light on on, on those uh, those sports as well. But uh, the momentum is key. You know what I love is, and we felt a lot of this on the Bulldog Blitz. At least a lot of people commented uh, back to me uh, about just the camaraderie amongst our coaches. They 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 are they're tweeting at each other, they're emailing each other, they're calling each other during the wins and losses, and uh, you know. People reporting for preseason, the excitement, they're all sharing in that excitement. And that is the culture that we want here. I feel like you know, that, that, will, that will propel uh, teams and, and individual coaches to do some things that maybe they hadn't done here in a recent history. Building that camaraderie amongst the coaches, is that something that you've seen at previous stops? How uh, difficult How you know or challenging that? is yeah. that to build yeah. organically, though? You know, I, I, 
it's not that we did that at UCF or Arkansas. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I, I just, I've just been very intentional about that here. You know, I, I can't preach culture, class, and competitive excellence and that not be a part of it. I, I just know that I, what I, I know what I didn't want, and I don't want coaches operating in a silo. Mm. I don't want coaches, you know, I'm doing well and I don't care what anybody else is doing, or I got my contract extension, I don't care about anybody else. I want them happy for each other. Yeah. You know, I want them cheering each other on and, I don't know where that came from, but 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 I do know that culture is important, and when and when we're all cheering for each other, then we all share gym time, and we all share each other's bus and van if we need to use it. That just all that can only result in improving, uh, um, you know, maybe not more wins, but just improving our culture and, and giving us a better chance to win and cheer each other on. Yeah, I was going to comment on that before you said that. That's been a cool thing to see from the outside. So we appreciate that about what uh, the culture that you've established here at Tech and, and with the new coaches. And you got a, you know, obviously a new basketball coach too. So you, you've made some in your first couple years of this job. Like you, you've made some big moves and done some big things. Um, but can you talk a little bit about what you've been working on this summer, getting ready for the fall sports season that you're excited about, that you're looking forward to, and some of the problems you may have solved and uh, some things you may try this this season? Yeah, well, 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 first off, you know, we also hired Brian Johnson after Gary Stanley retired, mm-hmm. and so we were, we were excited to get him in the track program. So i got to be honest with you, I put our staff through some stuff here this yeah. last <laughs> these last several months because, you know, it's not just a hire. We do a press conference or a social media release, and we move on. In many cases, and, and, and specifically with Sonny and Talvin, um, you know, you got first-year head coaches. Um, and, and so there comes there, there's transition with that. They, they know the sport. Well, they're the expert on this campus and their sport, but you know, in Sonny's case, he had to learn this particular institution. Talvin had been here before, but maybe not having to be responsible for some of the things coach Conkle was responsible for. So he's, they're all doing very well. I just look at our staff every Monday at 10 AM when we have our executive leadership team and say, don't assume they've got everything under wraps. Our job is to remove barriers that are preventing them from winning and getting transitioned in here quickly. And so, honestly, we've been doing a lot of onboarding this summer. The other fun, uh, the other thing we've done is, you know, we sent out a survey to, to some of our season ticket holders and, and those that have purchased tickets recently. It said, talk to us about tailgating. Some ideas we had that some of the fans, would, you know, the, the groups that were in the tailgating areas and RV lots, they gave us feedback and they said, that idea stinks. And we said, all right, we went back to the drawing board. <laughs> we came back and we said, how about this? And that, you know, we, we found a, a common space there to try to revive this tailgate. Colton and I, every home game last year, went out to that tailgate area and said, what do you want to see? What, you know, we got to control, we, you know, we can't control the winds as far as the AD right now, but what do you want to see out here? And so we revamped Bulldog Village a little bit. We've got the tailgating area. We went out uh, to the public on that. If there's some folks that want to get into that tailgating area, the RVs have some defined spots right now. So really just trying to operate off of the feedback that we receive from our fans. The, the and North, that's what we've been the, the, Sorry to interrupt you, but the North End Zone facility, you guys announced that project, I believe it was last November. You, you've mentioned numerous times over the last several months about making Louisiana Tech the most sought-after G5 program in the country when it comes to conference realignment. How does that help? How does this north end zone facility help in that respective and how important is it for you guys to get it fully funded so that you can maybe move on to the next project whatever that might be you're absolutely right that that's a that that's what we're trying to do like there are two 
I've, I've mentioned this before, but there are two areas that, that touch every student athlete. That's the, the academic area and sports medicine. And we're addressing that, but we're also doing that in the spirit of trying to bowl in the stadium a little bit and get a better feel in there and, you know, just enhance that environment um, and, and work on our jumbotron and uh, the video board and all of that, right? So we've got this phase in. This fall, you're going to see a new LED board on the, on, the, on the face of the DAC, on the face of the DAC there. You'll see that. There's an opportunity for sponsorship and revenue growth there, but also just, you know, another, uh, another opportunity uh, to, to have to increase the, the fan experience. And then the next year, or, you know, the next phase is that we would um, get the Champions Plaza. So fall of 23, we're going to have a, a, an, an opening uh, ceremony for the Champions Plaza. That'll include six Hall of Famers um, and, uh, and in honor of Coach A.L. Serenao Williams. Uh, so we'll have that. And then the year after that, we come back with the video boards. Um, and then we finish off with the academic center. So we're hoping to have all of this by 25. But the key is closing this project out. Once we close this project out, we can move on to the things like the indoor uh, facility for, for football practice. I'm telling you right now, it, it, it drives me nuts. And, and Lambright is fantastic. <laughs> but the minute there's lightning out there, which we've had over the last couple of days and heavy, heavy rain, we're practicing in Lambright. Right, there are no Division One football programs practicing in their student rec center, and that's so that just can't happen here. We have got to position ourselves to look and feel uh, like like a top G five program, um, so that these commissioners, when they're looking to do that, we have options whether we stay in Conference USA or they pursue us because we look the part, and then we're you know and we're attractive for recruiting at the same time. So I hope that helps answer that question. No, absolutely it does. And when it comes to conference realignment, is that something for you as an athletics director? Uh, obviously it's always at the forefront of your mind, but how often do you have to check in with other ADs just to kind of get a feel for what might be going on around the country? Yeah, that it's a it's an ongoing conversation. I, I, honestly, with just some of my friends and my network, what are you hearing? You know, you, you, you hope that it stays out west. Uh, right now, you know, the thought was that you know with the Big Twelve and the Pac Twelve, they would start poaching from the Mountain West, and so the Mountain West would start looking to come back this way and see who they could poach. You know, you, you you've heard of you know you hear. SMU and Memphis and you know you hear these other programs that are that are looking to go power five and so we just have to be ready you know I told our fan base and 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 particularly most recently on the Bulldog Blitz at one point after the Texas and Oklahoma move I said y'all we have about two to three years to make some moves to be in position to be the most sought after group of five in the next round of realignment and it blows up with USC and UCLA right (laughs) Um, and so now here we are again and you know we want to be positioned we cannot wait we have got to move these projects forward so that so that we are, are we look the part and we're ready to go from a recruiting standpoint, but an attractiveness to uh, you know to, to other to other commissioners. Well, Doctor Wood, great stuff as always. Season opener coming up next Thursday night at Missouri, and then of course the home opener September the tenth inside Joe I Stadium against Stephen F. Austin. Looking forward to a fun environment out at Joe I Stadium hey, this year. And one last question. Uh, Dr. Wood, you got to be honest with me. How many times when you wake up at 3 o'clock are you texting Cumbie and saying, dude, I, I need you. I mean, I, 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 you're my guy. I need you, man. I hope you're up watching film. I, yeah, I, I write it down on a sticky note, and then I try to call him for a reasonable time. But listen, we need everybody. We, need, we are at 98% of our fall 21 sales, our, our 21 season sales, and that's with one left home game. And this is what we need. We have got to surpass that and provide an environment. That, that gives us a chance to win. So come on out and get your tickets. 
uh, and these student athletes, uh, particularly in the Joe, need your, your, need your support. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Eric, dogs. Eric Wood, Louisiana Tech oh, Athletics no. Director, joining us. Always fun. An, an AD that's open. He's open. I mean, I know that's part of the job. you got to be polished. I saw him at the scrimmage Saturday night. He's got the whole family out there. I'm I, just like, I this just, is what it's I about. I feel like he's just a little – I mean, maybe we're spoiled. But I, I do feel like he's a little more, like, open and honest and upfront than maybe some in the past have been or around the country. I just – I feel like we get a pretty good look. Yeah, we get a good – he gives us the goods. He gives – I mean, and we're getting – you know, we've had him on the show a couple times a year. I think he likes us. You know, it's important. He does. He likes me, at least. Uh, let's go ahead. You didn't know who I am, probably. Let's <laughs> go ahead and take our next time out. When we come back, it's time. What are your expectations for 2022? What are your season predictions? Let's hear them. 888-993-7762. Be back right after this. Walpole Tire and Service loves supporting LaTeX football. And if you're going on a road trip to follow the dogs... They want you to get there safely. Count on the pros at Walpole Tire to keep your car in the game. From the largest selection of name brand tires in the area to expert ASE certified service, including brakes, tires, and front end repairs. Your home team for over 60 years. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. All the scores, all the plays, all the playmakers. We will rewind the week in high school football Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on the High School Football Rewind Show. This is Mark Kramer. Join me and Terry Waldrop as we break down what happened in high school football. Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for the High School Football Rewind. Go on your home for sports in North Louisiana, 97.7. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Ains, John Tabor. Do we get to talk now? I feel like you had so many interviews, you wouldn't even let me talk. Beck, I don't think you could draw up a better lineup than Sonny Cumbie, Blake <laughs> you Baker, went, You went way too Cohen. hard on the first show. No, we come out hot. Yeah. I want to thank Louisiana National Bank for over 100 years. LNB has been your community bank. Go see my friends at Louisiana National Bank for an uncommon experience or check them out online at ln.bank. All right. It's a dangerous time of year. Whew. Expectations. Season predictions. 
Uh, you know what I have on my notes here for cool. season predictions? <laughs> Tell me. I don't know because you didn't you didn't send them to me. Well, of course not. I said Beck will write them down. Our season predictions? Yeah. I know that's not going to happen. But, um, man, I'm like you said earlier this is, in the this show, is, I mean, I'm so more pumped than, about the unknown. I know, but more than ever, this is just a shot in the dark. Let's go to the hotline real quick. We got Ryan joining us. Ryan, good evening, sir. Good evening, fellas. How are we doing this evening? Oh, we're jacked, Ryan. Haven't been better in a long where, time. Where, where are you calling from, Ryan? I'm calling from the metropolis of Freeport, Louisiana, God's country. I'll pray for you. Yeah, we'll pray for you. Uh, what you got tonight, Ryan? I want to talk about y'all's expectations for wins. I want to hear a number. Well, Ryan, we're getting to that. We all, Listen, I, I said a month and a half ago I would be happy with five to seven wins in year one. Well, that's a lie. If you ain't bowling, you ain't trying. We all know that's how big oh, really you're back feels. on bowling. Oh, no, games. you are. Oh, oh, I am. Okay. What are your expectations? Yeah, Ryan, tell us. I mean, I know you study the schedule. You just you seem like a guy that looks it over real close. What do you think? Well, you know, I've been studying the boards. I've been looking at the odds. I'm an avid, avid Bleed Tech Blue reader. That's what I like to hear. And I think I'm also happy with five wins. But here's my problem, gentlemen. I'm sure you have the same problem. Right now, I'm happy with five wins. But that Thursday rolls around in Missouri. <laughs> That's the issue. I'm thinking seven wins. <laughs> And then you're and then moving after to that, nine. I'm maybe thinking eight wins, yeah. bowl win. Guys, I got to say, I, I, I met Coach Cumby. They, they came to Shreveport for their uh, their Bulldog meetup, and I shook his hand, and I just – I was fell in love. <laughs> yes, you fell in love. I know <laughs> we love, feel the same way. Love. It's a dangerous time of year, Ryan. Appreciate the call. <laughs> yes, sir, fellas. Y'all be good. All right, mate. Let me ask you this. All right. The Tech went three and nine a year ago. All right. Let me ask you this, though, off of that three and nine. Did they have three and nine talent? No, I mean we, I don't think so. I mean we, I mean we. You talk about oh, I said it. You talk about the SMU game in Ruston. Fluke play. That's another win. Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Uh, Old Dominion sh- at the buzzer. Old Dominion at the buzzer should have never even been close to a quarterbackless Southern Miss at home. Don't doubt Frank Gore Jr. I don't, but I do doubt the energy on the football team because there was none. Uh, so how three, about that debacle at NC State? Which I know, like I know, as a, I know as a team, those can't all go your way. I'd so, like, but if we're one play away, I'd like to believe some other plays throughout the game may have kept us from being one play away. Fair, fair. You can look at it that way. All right, broadly speaking, let me ask you this: If I was to say, I want broadly, I want Louisiana Tech to improve week to week all year. Is that enough for you in year one? This I, it's a broad statement. I've, I've never played football. I just can imagine a total shift in regimen, regimen, yep. whatever yep. the word is. That's I mean a first year head coach. Curls a curl. First though. year head coach. Wind sprints a wind sprint. Right, but schemes are not. I mean they're different for everybody. I think there's you got coaches that have have done done their thing and been successful and then come in and do it here. In this situation, we got a new coach who's been successful at every assistant level. Bring in other coaches that have been successful at every assistant level. Kind of. There's right. some new D, but I'm just saying that's a that's a lot. That's a it is lot. lot. Yeah, I, if Sonny Cumbie made a bowl game in year one, your response would be oh, like a resounding success. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. All right, fair enough. Uh, Matthew Downing, Parker McNeil, Landry Liddy have combined to throw 45 passes at the FBS level, entering 2022. 
Is that concerning? Are growing pains acceptable? I mean, I'm not excited about that stat. Do I wish they had thrown hundreds? Do you expect Matthew Downey, he'll make his second career start next Thursday night, do you expect it will take him, let's say, two or three games to kind of Ben. For lack of a better phrase, get up to speed. Yes, or just, just I think so it's going to take cool the whole team. Yeah, I mean, you got a, the first three games. You got okay. okay so you got I'm just asking. you got Missouri. Then you got a. I'm not even going to say Kate game because we know what's happened in the past with with Northwestern coming the next week, and then you got Clemson. Yeah. So two of the first three games. Don't love it. Probably getting smacked. Am I wrong? Well, probably getting smacked. Okay. So shouldn't get blown out at Missouri. No, I'm beyond. No, like, but I think what you are looking for in those two games uh, is, are you is looking a different, for a pulse. You're are you looking, looking, for, you're a looking pulse? for a pulse? You're looking for something to grab onto. Well, I'm gonna say this: you're looking for traction. I don't expect the Bulldogs to go and thump Missouri and thump Clemson. Well, let me say this about Missouri, and, and we're gonna break down Missouri obviously next week, next Tuesday night. If Tech goes to Missouri. Which Missouri was six and seven a season ago. Eli Drinkwitz is eleven and twelve in two years. I don't think anybody would say that Missouri has top half of the SEC no, talent. Right. I think. Well, they got Jack Abraham, and I and I, they do have <laughs> Father Abraham. And I don't know if this is overly optimistic or not, but I think if I look up next Thursday night with four minutes to go in the third quarter, and Tech's not within ten. Yeah. There's a part of me that's going to be a little disappointed. I think so. Well, the line is 20. And I don't know if I'm expecting too much from Tech. No, the line is 20.5 right now. And, I mean, the gambler's curse. But I I, I just don't just... think Missouri scores that many points. I think our defense is what the thing we're most excited about. I love Scott Power. Okay, so if there's anything, I just don't think Missouri puts up 40 points. I could be totally wrong. but Fair. Now, here's the other question I have for you. When's the last time Tech had such a green quarterback? It's been a long time. You had our boy last year. Austin Kendall. Which has played a zillion games, kind of. Was it Higgins? Yeah, Higgins had even played a little bit as a freshman. But I, I'm going back to when oh, he was a, a freshman. Yeah. As a freshman. Probably freshman Higgins and Scotty Young. Yeah. That great. It's been a long so time. We've had we've had guys that have been pretty established. There's at least, prior to that, you go probably. At least you know their dogs. You know? Prior to that, you go Nick Eichel. Yeah. It's been a while. So that's what I am worried about with Tech fans. I'm like, you guys, this is a new system, a green 25-year-old quarterback, however old he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's he's green. He just doesn't have the – Doesn't have a lot of game experience. No, but just give him some time. Now, we talked about this last year. Like, oh, Tech fans are so excited for a new coach. What are you going to do the first three and out to start a game? Yeah. I, I, no, it's like Ryan said. Yeah. You're going to – Thursday night, you're going to watch the first possession. If it ends up in a field goal, touchdown, pick, fumble, God three forbid and out. we drive right down the field and put up a six. I mean – Oh, Lord. You're going to have to turn the board off for a minute. Might do it anyways. We have we – have Absolutely Let me ask no basis for any, any. We don't. We really don't. Defensively, Tech allowed 35 points a game a season ago. 115th out of 130 yeah, programs. But listen, I mean, the back I half of the year was, a, was gone. I it think, was just oh, gone. I think it was scheme. I think it was talent. A lot of those You're guys. You're not playing for anything. I agree. Scott Power, I just said, I got a man crush on him. I think he's a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Here's the one thing that I like about Scott Power he might give up 40 points. But he's going to hit the quarterback 40 times while he does it. Really? Not scared. And I can live with it. Hey, if we don't play to lose for just one game. You're good. I'm freaking great. 
I like the optimism. Unnamed texter, are you ready? Yes. Before we get to our picks. Bulldogs are going bowling. Eight or nine wins. Offense gets better as the season <laughs> goes. Defense holds. Special teams does it right. Better locker room environment. Strength and conditioning has hammered it. This team into a sculpted piece. The offense install is great. This is going to be big. Missouri falls due to big plays and La Tech capitalizes on Yeah, I, I think our best shot is honestly against Missouri. I, I mean, that the element of that unknown, yes. as far as Blake Baker and Missouri not knowing what Sonny Cumbie wants to do offensively with this personnel and Scott Power being able to attack another green quarterback at Missouri. Yep. Like, it. I'm not saying Tech wins the football game. I'm not picking Tech to win the football game. But it, it's scary it's if you're a Missouri It's fan. a better chance than I like we had last year against Mississippi State. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. All right, let's get into it. Pick by pick. All right, September 1st. By the way, I failed to mention this. Why in the heck did Tommy McClellan schedule Clemson? All right, had to get that out of the way. I, I'm just, I'm so chapped about that one. All right, here we go. September the 1st at Missouri. You're picking first, I'm picking second each game. You ain't got to give me a score. You got to give me a win. You got to give me a loss. I think it's a loss at Missouri, but I'm but we leave optimistic. All right, I'm taking a loss That's, that's what I call a loss plus. If you told me 42-27. I think we cover for sure. Take oh, it to the bank. September the 10th. You, you cannot start the Sunny Cumbie area not taking the dogs to cover. Oh, yeah, no, Even I if agree. we lose. Oh, bet the mortgage on the cover. And if you lose, who cares? It, you, you just can't do You're it. either a dog or you You're ain't a dog. a dog. And Eric Wood said he needs us. This is what he's talking about. September 10th. He'd probably rather go to LTAC, but we're putting it in the system. Yeah. September 10th. Home game at the Joe. SFA, uh, I should mention a top 10 in the FCS SFA, which we saw a top 10 Southeastern team a year ago. Yeah. That was a little yeah. dicey. I think Cumbie gets his first win, but I think it's close. Does he get a Gatorade bath following it? Oh, of course. First The boys are going to be jacked. Right. He's back to 500 as a head coach. All right, I'm now, I, I think we got some, we got some, what are they, demons? We got some ex-demons, right? Lumberjacks. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Who am I thinking of? Northwestern. Okay. We do have some former Lumberjacks on the staff. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're circling it. it on the calendar. You know you know they got it circled. <laughs> All right. September 17th, road game at Clemson. We won't talk a whole lot about it, but I can't wait to hear yeah. Dabo talk about the dogs all week. Okay. I'm saying a loss, but the but Clemson wasn't real special last year. But. We got Ike Mozilli. What's his name? Uigalele. Uigalele. He wasn't impressive. All right, September 24th. To me, this is the swing game of the entire schedule. Mobile, Alabama, at South Alabama. You win this one, I'm feeling pretty good. South Alabama. You lose this one, a little concerned. What you got? I'm going to give it a win. Text 2-0 and all time in the series. I'm giving it a win. I'm going to take a loss in that one. Oh, I'm going to scratch it up. You're thinking loss. Yep. I'm thinking win. Bye week on October the 1st. Before the dogs return. Boy, do we need it. Before the dogs. Boy, do we need it. Listen, we will need it. Four games in. You got to go back to the drawing board. reset. Yeah, tighten it up. New regimen. October the 8th. Return home. It's the UTEP Miners. Haven't decided yet this might be my lock of the year. It's a bowl team. You're staying away from UTSA. 
<laughs> yeah, you dang. You ain't right going there again. I'm taking a dub over UTEP. Yeah, I am too, but not. We're getting. We're, I'm looking dangerous at this nine-win season. I'm staring down the barrel of again. Road game the following week at North Texas. Seth Luttrell. If you've heard it once, you've heard it a thousand times. He's on the hot seat. JD Heads is third string quarterback. Third. Yeah. I've been I have wow, I forgot about JD Head. Yeah. He's put on Could have been his team this year. Could have been. I'm gonna give the dogs a win. Oh yeah. On the road at North Texas. What was their record last year, do you remember? Six and seven. Oof. You taking a win? I mean I would have I would have paid for six and seven last year for Are you Ted. taking a win? Yeah. But I gotta I gotta drop some October. losses in here because we're going bowling early. <laughs> October twenty second. <22nd. laughs> Home game against Rice. The Owls took care of the dogs in the season finale a season ago. I'm taking the dogs to win at home against Rice. Oh, here we go. Ben. Listen. This is how it happens. Listen. This is how it happens. But let's be honest. UTEP, North Texas, Rice. If Tech's going to make a bowl game, you got to go 3-0 in these you games. You think? You have to. You have to. The L's are coming late. Friday night, October the 28th, it's an early, early, early Halloween celebration in Miami on a Friday night at FIU. There's going to be a couple dozen fans in the stands. Better find a way. Are we doing another win, Ben? Taking a win. November the 5th, home game. Homecoming, actually. Middle Tennessee comes to town. That might be a tough one. I'm taking a loss. Yeah. You too? Yep. November the 12th against the Conference USA preseason. That's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Probably uh, Gets the preseason favorite uh, on the road in the Alamo Dome. Remember the Alamo, UTSA. God, they got some stand mo- the road runners. I can't either, but I'm going to be honest. They got some momentum, Ben. They do. They, What's Trailer? Is that the Jeff coach's Trailer's name? done a good job. Yeah, and they're going to the – where are they going? AAC. AAC. They're Don't excited. really care for them. All right, November 19th. It's going to be a tough end of the season. Week before Thanksgiving, on the road at Charlotte. Oh. Charlotte plays a little soccer stadium. Dogs handled Charlotte at home relatively easily last year with Aaron Allen at quarterback. Well, then W. You're taking a dub. I'm taking a dub. Chris Reynolds, senior quarterback. I'm going to take a win. And then finally, UAB, November the 26th at home. To close out the year, I'm gonna be having. Loss. I'm gonna be probably in the. I'll be having a baby, that that day. Congrats! Thanks. That day. Yeah, probably. Oh, you're a predictor yeah. of the future. Are you predictor. taking a win or a loss? I'm taking a loss, but it'll be a win in my household. All right. So what do you got? So let's count them up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow, seven win season. I got six and six. All right. So hey, <laughs> here's the deal. I mean, this is so unknown. If if we get six and six, seven and five, though, like you got to be pretty happy coming out in year one. Listen, I'm not banging on Sonny Cumbie. I think we're going to have some offensive schemes that have a pulse. We're going to have a defensive scheme that has a pulse. I think Smoke might return a punt this year. Like it, you know, tape says, he's taking two back. Listen, come by our punt. You're taking two slash, punts back. Punt slash kick return. Okay. He's Who is? Tabes is? Smoke is. Oh. <laughs> Tabes ain't going to the house no way. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's got a bum knee. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you give me six and six, seven and five, there's going to be a lot of optimism entering 2023. And I ain't putting the cart before the horse. But Does Downing have two more years? Yes. He's oh. got two years. Wow. Listen, I think the big thing for Matthew Downing, tech quarterback, 
obviously making his second career start next Thursday night. He's got to take the easy throws that are given to him. There ain't no doubt Sonny Cumbie's going to have wide receivers running around open. He's got to hit them. You can't turn the football yeah, over. Yeah, you got to, you got to complete the passes. Can't turn the football over. And uh, I guess the one wow, thing. That is could... a lot more optimistic than I thought I would be. What do you think you were going to I don't thought it was going to be five wins. But so, I just, you read off the teams we're playing, I just can't say that we're going to lose to them. When you see Utah, North Texas, Rice, FIU, and right in a row, you can get optimistic in a hurry. Yeah. And, hey, yeah. you know who put this conference together? Her name's Judy. Judy. Put some respect on her wow. name. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout. When we come back, we'll put a bow on it. You're listening to Blue Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you are more than just a number. You are a part of a team. This is B.J. Williamson with the Bulldogs. Whether you're opening your first checking account or need a loan to start a new business, Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different. If you are looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Bienville Motors in Arcadia, we're all Bulldogs. We are owned and operated by nothing but Bulldogs and have been since 1968. We have a wide variety of cars, trucks, big rigs, and trailers. Check out the full lineup on our Bienville Motors Facebook page. At Bienville Motors in Arcadia, we really do bleed tech blue. Hey, come on out to where you come out better. Bienville Motors in Arcadia. Hey, DQ fans, August means a new blizzard of the month and five more reasons to take a trip to DQ. Meet the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard Treat. We fit Reese's peanut butter cups, sweet caramel topping, salty peanuts, and crunchy pretzels into every soft-serve pack spoonful. I'll admit, I just got hungry reading this out loud. I mean, a blizzard treat and a Reese's Take 5 together? This summer just keeps getting better and better. Try the new Reese's Take 5 Blizzard Treat only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Calling all Bulldog football fans. Season tickets for the 2022 La Tech football season are on sale now. The schedule features Sonny Cumbie's inaugural game versus SFA, plus games against UTEP, Rice, Middle Tennessee, and UAB. Contact the ticket office at 318-257-3631 or visit latechsports.com slash tickets to secure your seats today. That's 318-257-3631 or online at latechsports.com slash tickets. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Final segment of the show as we put a bow on it. BC Beck and John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. A bit fun tonight. Yeah, it's good, good to be back. back. Good to be back. Um, got a big announcement. BC and Beck. Post-game show this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. KXKZ 107.5. As soon as Malcolm and Teddy go off the air, Taves will crank us up. Oh, I'm just so glad to not hear the same old, same old. Oh. Seriously, Ben, the last five games of the year last year. It was tough. It was tough. It was tough. It's the same thing. 
Ooh, lost on the last play. Yeah, or just skip this, skip that. Well, you ain't going to be hearing about skip no. this year. Hopefully there's not anything to compare. Hopefully it's apples and bricks, Ben. Not even apples and oranges. <laughs> just apples and freaking bricks. Uh, you pumped to do the postgame. Yeah, show. I am pumped. Don't uh, be late. Going to be a late one. All right, let me tell you something. Let me give a, a little forewarning to you. I know you've done the postgame show a couple times. Tapes will be a little ornery probably Thursday night about midnight when we go He gets mad. He's he just ready to go home. But we're going to jack him up. Bring a little ice for the old knee. Yeah, we're going to get him ready to yep. go. T- Tabes is pumped. Hey, but- I think early season Tabes is fine. Come late season after your fifth loss in a row, Tabes gets a little. Got a little rough in November. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> Tabes, from November to February, your, your boy your boy struggles on on the radio. Hey, Tabes, <laughs> I'll get that call. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The, the SMU game kind of. Yeah, that took the yeah, wind sucked, out of everybody's tails. No, my favorite thing is when guys call in and they don't want to give the real name. Yeah. And they don't really know what name they want to give, though. Or really what they want to talk about. Yeah, those guys, you know. But, hey, we welcome all calls. We need to get a trophy case for Taves that just has all the phones that go. have fallen in service, you know. <laughs> Needs to go. <laughs> hey, did you, have you realized that week zero starts this weekend? So who's playing? Do we got game? We got actual real live college football. We got games. Austin P at Western Austin Kentucky. Austin P always out there early. We got Nebraska and Northwestern hey, from P. Dublin. Is your boy from USM? He is still He'll there. What, Scotty, Scotty Walden. Walden. Yep. He, I'd forget about old Scotty. Uh, Should have got his boy Jack Abraham to come quarterback. Yep. Uh, we got Nebraska Northwestern from Dublin, Ireland. Okay. I uh, got Idaho State, UNLV, UConn, Utah State. So there's some okay teams playing. Wyoming, Illinois, Duquesne, Florida State, Charlotte, FAU, little CUSA conference game. I can't believe we're watching college football this week. Uh, North Texas, UTEP, little CUSA conference game. North Carolina taking on Florida A&M. You got Nevada and New Mexico State. Then in the nightcap, 9.30 kickoff on CBS Sports Network. The fighting Tommy McClellans and the Vanderbilt Commodores at Hawaii. Did you see the picture of uh, Southern Mrs. Field? With the bubble in it? That was SMU. Oh, LeBron would love to play in that bubble. You tweeted that. Yes. What happened? Water just got under the turf? Got under the turf. Oh, made it rise up. Gosh. SMU's got some work to do before their season opener. I'm sure they got a little coin, though. Dyke's still over there. Uh, Sonny's head coach at TCU now. Oh, gosh. Got a lot to keep up we with. We got old Sonny D and old Sonny C. We can cover all the oh, Sonnies here in Ruston, <laughs> can't we? That's right. Are, should Tech have gone with uh, Sunny Days in Ruston are coming? Yeah, something. I mean, we missed out on some really cheesy marketing. I loved the first year of the Sunny Dykes era. It was like high octane. And let me tell you something about that 2010 offense. There wasn't hey. a whole lot of high octane involved. Ben, you know what I'm excited about that I just realized? It's going to be fun to watch a new coach on the sideline. How, how often did you watch? Did Tabes, you watch? Just, hold on real quick. Tabes, make sure the phone's uh, eligible to be called uh Joey Fresh said he's trying to call in. Oh, and I got to hear from Joey real, Fresh. real quick. Does the Sonny go with the visor or does he go hat all guy. cap? He's a hat. He hadn't been a visor guy since he's been here. I know. I hate it. Tapes. I got a bleed tape. I mean, his visor you, made. How do you not just flaunt that fabulous that hair? flow? I know. It's so good. Oh man, I wish he was a visor guy. I would kill for a. A visor spike in the middle of the. Now, first are we quarter. talking the, the the skinny sparrier visor or the fat Kirby visor? Fat Kirby. You think fat Kirby? Fat Kirby. Fat oh, no, he's Kirby. going. He's going frat boy skinny. He's got to be. You think? Yeah, and then when he gets real serious, he turns it upside down and flips it backwards. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. 
Well, hey, listen, he's a hat guy. We'll respect the hat. But, hey, maybe you'll have to change some juju mid-year. Yeah. yeah maybe. Never know. Let's go to the hotline. We got Joey Fresh. HBTD. <laughs> Did you have to think L-A-T-D. about it, Joey? <laughs> Johnny Cumbie, you lead. I will follow. <laughs> Love what I'm hearing so far tonight, boys. You know, normally, in a normal good season for us, y'all predict 10 wins. So, on a down season, I'm getting six. So Still going bowling, know, Joey. Maybe, maybe. I want to say, you know, our win total this season is set at four and a half. That's the same number as Bex missed shows. I'm taking the over on both. Oh, zero doubt. Think, oh, God, you got Taves all excited, Joey. HBTD, oh, Joey. God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You take out you, – you take out a second mortgage on both of those, <laughs> and that, that will pay for your new your new child's college right there. That's oh, right. Let's right. go. Look, have you seen Sonny Cumbie's lettuce? Mid-season form <laughs> lettuce. You have to love what you're seeing. You just got to love it. Joey, how, 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 how many seasons does his so, lettuce buy him as far as, like, before you start getting critical? I mean, is he, he's got one free season, oh, right? At least two. Oh, Beck, you'll, you'll, you'll see work in the, uh, the post-game show. That, that'll buy him probably two series. And uh, that's it. So, you'll see if you think. If I'll see you a new Twitter, ca- uh, Twitter account coming on. Yes. Yeah. Free the season, lettuce. Season. Yeah, oh, I, I like what you're thinking. Dude, Joey, get uh, some tank tops hey. made that say free the lettuce with a combi silhouette wearing a visor. I mean, it is, it, is, it is peak already. I love it. Look, my question to you boys is, who so far, give me a couple of guys, one guy each, and, you know, mock draft Tabor, I want you to. Who, uh, who, who do I need to be looking for? It's got that dog in it. Miles you Brooks. Know, I, I, Miles Brooks, SFA okay. corner. He's going to be first team all CUSA. Take it to the bank. There ain't nobody <laughs> need to give an opinion. He's going to be one Scalding of the best hot. corners in conference USA. Book it. Scalding hot. I love it. I love it. Book it. Thanks, Joey Fresh. All right, boys. See you. God, I love hearing from HBTD. He had to think about it. He said HBTD. TD. It's been a while since he said. Hey, if Joey Fresh respects the lettuce, you're uh, one up. You're one up and to two. If only we knew somebody that could design a t-shirt logo. You know, yeah. We'll have to put that out there. Been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Sonny Cumbie. I want to thank Blake Baker. I want to thank Eric Wood for joining us on the hotline. For Beck Haynes, I'm BC. John Tabor, tremendous job. As always, be back same time, same place next week. We'll see you. for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors. Join us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host Ben Carlisle on the Louisiana National Bank Bleed